0: Open up your ears and open up your mind They're reaching to your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone to still experience grind with Kyle and Sean. Sean Did you grow up in a margarine household like I did?
1: Um, yes and no For the most yeah. part, yes, but it wasn't like tubs of margarine It was sticks of margarine So Sticks like, of margarine, yeah. okay Yeah, yeah Still unique yeah, So yeah, we were we, we were a tub family. Mm, nope, can't do it. To this day, do not give me a tub of margar. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. Okay. How the fuck are you supposed to measure anything out? At least like the sticks have. This is a tablespoon. Mm-hmm. This is a tablespoon. Yeah. Do you expect me to get a tablespoon measuring thing <laughs> and scoop it and scoop, and scoop it? it? Fuck guess, no, yeah. dude. Nah, dude. I'm not about that life. Let me just cut a little a little stick. For the I'm not a
0: margarine household anymore. That was just growing up in the '80s with my mom. Do I but look poor? The...
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It
0: is funny. It was a poor household. Uh, we definitely had the tubs of country crock, and then we were also that house that had like our leftovers in old
1: margarine tubs. Oh so, yeah, you got to reuse that stuff, man. Uh huh. Chili. Oh, dude! Like we had. Other poor people food? These old... Oh, man, I wish we had chili. That would, would have required somebody being able to actually cook. But um, did you ever have those olive green Tupperware containers? Like, ugly as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, the
0: the classic, like, plastic... Yeah. Like, ugly... cut. Co- like, there was an orange... I had the yes. yellow and the orange. I had yellow, yep, orange,
1: and olive green. And... Uh-huh. Half of them were always stained with, like, goulash.
0: Yeah, man. Goulash red. Because people would also, like, microwave them in those, and that's just the worst.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, my favorite thing with those, my favorite memory with those Tupperware things, man, I don't even know why my head is going here, but filling (laughs) one of those motherfuckers up with popcorn, and then taking an even smaller one, and going and getting some margarine from the fridge... And microwaving the margarine and pouring it over the top of the popcorn. Sprinkle it with a little, little bit of salt and tossing it. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Yeah. I'm unsure what oh. just happened. You okay?
0: I thought somebody was here. Oh. Hold on. Yep. Never mind. My dogs are
1: assholes. What the hell, man? Yeah, what are you going to do? Dude, at least it's, Rupert uh... doesn't, like, make a sound. No, no. Oh, he he, like cries Lucky a little you. bit, but like, it's not even like you have to really listen and be next to him to even hear the whimper. Like just like the little, I, and I don't even know why he's crying. It's like, bro, you're living your good life. You're laying on a you're laying on a bed right now. What do you? What are you complaining? It's too hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dogs, man, they're just good for nothing, l- lazy
1: Um Hell yeah, they don't have to like figure out. Ooh, is this butter or is this margarine? Oh man, did you get the unsalted kind?
0: <laughs> did you? Uh, uh, I still like a, a thing of popcorn.
1: Have you ever done Jiffy Pop? Hell yeah. I, I don't have a microwave. Jiffy Pop stuff. So that's pretty oh. much the only way that I make popcorn outside of like if I get a um, grab out my big deep pan and a little oil in there, put the popcorn in, whatever. But sometimes it's just easier to get Jiffy Pop. And so. I actually, a couple of months ago, went to the store to get Jiffy Pop. And they're like, oh, we don't carry that anymore. Bloody uh, blah, I'm like, okay, cool. Bastards. Let me just get some kernels and I'll go home. And like a week later, I went in and there was Jiffy Pop. I was like, you, you stupid bitches. Like, <laughs> it was like this old dude that's there every day, the one that wears the suit. So, you know, he's like the big wig in charge. And I man. just wanted to be like, oh, so you guys don't have Jiffy Pop anymore, huh? Huh.
0: I, reminds, Ruined my night I remember three
1: weeks ago. When like, uh
0: iPods first came out, uh, we had this idea. We're like, because we were all poor kids. We didn't have actual CD players in our car. We had the, the tape deck adapter that you plugged into the portable CD player. Oh, yeah. And we're like, oh, man, I bet that would work with this iPod. And my buddy was like, Oh, that's cool. Let's go to Radio Shack and get one. And we were telling the old guy that worked behind the counter at Radio Shack, like what we were looking for. And he was adamant that they didn't exist. He's like, that doesn't exist. We're like, what do you mean it doesn't exist? What? And he was like, he was, he went to somewhere else and was like, he, refused to like understand what we were saying and then like i just so happened to walk by an end cap that had like tons of them on display and i was like hey man do you mean this thing that doesn't exist oh yeah he walked over and like i still remember him going oh this is what you meant like
1: oh i thought you meant something else it's so satisfying when you just when you're able to be Uh, snarky about that
0: yeah i was a total snarky prick too
1: fuck me didn't you just have one of those in like your lexus like a year ago
0: No, I have an actual CD player. I have, what I have in that is a, uh, it's like a Bluetooth adapter for my phone now.
1: See, that's just like the next generation's version of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, They used to have those like, you would do them on like a radio station and they were awful. I hated, uh, I hated riding with my friends that use those and they, they refused to use anything else, but like it wouldn't work. Like, it's always staticky. I was always staticky. It'd come in and out. It would like, oh, it's terrible. I hated him. I'm like, dude, just plug it directly in. No, this is cooler. It's
1: yeah, on the man. radio. Look at this. I gotta, I gotta tune it to a station that nobody uses. Freaking sweet man. <laughs> Hacker. AM
0: station. So dumb. Uh,
1: man, being poor in the '90s was a time. It was a time. Like you missed out on a lot of good stuff. Like Jenkos weren't cheap.
0: Jinkos were not cheap. I could get one pair of Jinkos for the school year.
1: Yep. And by the Uh time the school Uh year was over, you wore them so much that it it looked really good in the front, but then Uh you had like a foot tall half circle from where you walked on them and they got destroyed.
0: Yep. They got ripped. And then there was also like a stain because every time it rained, they would just like wick up water all the way.
1: I don't even know how. Like... You just used <laughs> the perfect word. It wicked it up because your uh-huh. your pants weren't anywhere close to that water, but it was like wet all the way up to the back of your kneecap.
0: Yeah, it sucked.
1: Halfway yeah, up suffered your calf for
0: our art. Yeah, and we like, certainly suffered for our
1: art, buddy. Dude, I remember getting a pair of Jankos for Christmas, and it didn't even have one of the cool logos on the side. Like that was oh, half of the man. coolness. Was like getting yeah. one of the cool logos. I had like one that, that was a kangaroo.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah. That sounds pretty huge,
1: cool.
0: They were huge, uh, like circumference of the pant leg, and I remember the pockets were so massive I could fit like my history textbook in the back pocket, and I was like, "Yo, I don't even need a backpack." Oh my
1: god! <laughs> That's and so stupid. And here we are, twenty Jesus, twenty six uh, years later, and women still don't even have regular pockets. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. I also (laughs) don't know why I did not get beat up so much more in school.
1: (laughs) I was muted while I was laughing. That's funny. Why? I I
0: don't know, because I wore JNCOs, dude. I do remember the guys that were super into ICP,
1: and even I was like, ah, I'm not, no. These guys are scummy. Dude, uh, okay, so that was in the mid to late 90s. Imagine being one of those people now. Like I I get it. There might be actually knowing us I've kind of turned around on him a little bit now. I'm still their cringe,
0: but like, it's all because of workaholics. That's the only reason.
1: I don't know. If if you're if you are living in twenty twenty three and you're getting hatchet man tattoos <laughs> For real. Yeah. Like fuck off. Uh, I remember I loved all that shit, like
0: Back in the day, man, like, cringe internet was some of my favorite shit. Yeah,
1: like, fuck.com or eFucked or whatever? No, or just Not like, like that.
0: Not Just, like, cringe stuff. Like, I remember, like, uh, I think when I used to go on Something Awful, somebody found this uh, kid's, like, rap stuff he'd uploaded to his own website, and he was clearly, like, an ICP and horror core fan, and, uh, his group was called the hatchet riders with uh daz the hatchet riders uh well his name was something something vampire well like it was it was awful but i used to listen to those songs and laugh so much with my buddy nathan it's just because of how awful it was yeah
1: it's like worse thinking about it and hearing that now and just knowing that you could easily like you call somebody a dick rider, you know, and it's <laughs> <laughs> like that—that's very clearly what this was. You're, I mean, you ain't riding the dick, but you're riding the hatchet, you know. yeah, oh,
0: he would. Uh, I remember his one song. He talked about riding his 2006 Ninja, like the, yeah, the yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Over to pick up his his bitch, and her dad came out and was talking shit. So he rode by on his Ninja with his hatchet and cut her dad's head off. And then it would do, we the hatchet riders, ride it down. (laughs) I gotta gotta find
1: this shit and listen to it now. Dude, this is Jungalo level of terrible, but it's It's on the level, what's the... Go on. Yeah.
0: I was gonna ask, who's the dude that you love that raps about the Patriots or whatever?
1: That's Jungalo? I thought you were saying Juggalo. No, no, Jungalo. Oh, Jesus, I just made a connection. He might be... Right, that's what... He might have named himself after like Juggalos. He could very well could have. I I I guarantee there's some ICP
0: in them veins somewhere. Oh. Having heard Jungalo and what he raps.
1: Probably, man. Right. If he doesn't have a Hatchet too, somewhere, I'd be shocked. <laughs> like I don't wanna do an exploration here and try to find out.
0: oh. I do now. I want to write him. We should have that dude on the show.
1: Jungalo? Man, I'll have to have, I have no desire of trying to track that guy down, but Mitch does like every couple of years. and uh, Find him? Yeah, yeah. just trying to like track him down.
0: Yeah, we should and totally just, get Jungalo on the show, man. That'd be one for the ages.
1: Mitch would be so jealous. <laughs> we could have Mitch on too. He could come talk to Jungalo as well. He, I think for a long time, he was trying to track him down because he wanted him to be on Nerdy Thursday. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Shrug. I I don't even know what I'd talk to that guy about. Like, hey man, are you still (laughs) a plumber? Are you still like leaving demo CDs on your client's toilet tanks? Oh, would he do that? Yeah,
0: dude. Oh, see, we could talk about that. I, I could talk about this. With this dude for hours, like we we would absolutely ask him about an ICP influence.
1: No, <laughs> no, I, I just want to like abort this mission, this conversation. Like I know you just saw it in my face that I'm like, nope, this is not the route uh, I want to go down.
0: I'm laughing because Sean looks so miserable, but that sounds like the funniest <laughs> shit to me. But again, I still love uh, that cringe style. Yeah, Ugh, so bad. Something about it. Something about it, man. It'll always attract me. I was talking to my buddy Nathan about like some of the old videos we used to watch that were hilarious. There's this one where there's this like fat kid in a creek who like is pretending to be Steve Irwin, but then his the friends that he's hanging out with start like shooting at him with a BB gun, trying to make him fall in the water, and the way oh, he screams God. at him is the funniest shit in the world. One of the ones. <laughs> where it's like
1: Just scream like a blood curdling. Yes. Stop it.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it's so funny because like Mm. he's trying to sound cool, but when he gets real stressed out, like he screams like a little kid again. Oh, it's hilarious to me. I don't know why. That one's good. Uh, We talked. Have you ever seen the Grape Lady? Like that's like stomping grapes for the news station. Oh yeah, and
1: she she tumbles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude, that came out when I was in high school. I remember watching oh, that I in love computer that video. class, and yeah. when we were doing uh, website design or website building, HTML, I put that clip in my website.
0: That's Man, I love that
1: clip, too. The,
0: the way that it knocks
1: the wind out of her. Yeah. So good. So good. I watched that video so many times. For Spe- real,
0: dude. For real.
1: Speaking of videos, dude, you referenced a uh, Jackie Chan video last week that yeah. you... Uh, that you said you're going to send to me, I was like, I'm not going to watch that. Blah blah. <laughs> well, I did watch it, and it was incredible, dude. Yeah, the did. way his mind works, it's actually. This actually will relate to other bullshit, but like he talks about how in China you you can take like a hundred takes because they got to get it right. Well, you know this not lives forever. He can,
0: yeah, he can. They, China gives Jackie Chan a lot of leeway because right. Jackie fucking Chan.
1: Yeah, that's where he puts a lot of his budget where when you go to America, they're like, no, like you got to move on. You got to move on. Uh And also that's the reason for like a lot of cuts instead of he will keep the camera on them, not move it, just keep it on them. And dude, I didn't tell you this when I responded to it, but like it's wild to me the parallels that I see that I saw. Between that video, and by the way, guys, I'm going to post this on our Facebook, so head to uh, Experience Grind on there, and you'll be able to see the video. I'll just scroll back a little bit. But watch It's only like 10 minutes long. But um, I saw the parallels between the filmmaking differences between him doing it in China and him doing it in America. Um, yeah. The same parallels to international wrestling and American wrestling. So oh, really? Like WWE, where the big joke is camera cut, camera cut, camera cut, zoom, 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 you know? Every time I yeah. hit, every time somebody's punched, it camera cuts so that you know, it if hides the effect. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas he's like, we don't have to camera cut because we know how to fight. You don't have to yeah. do this all the time. And a lot of, if you watch Japanese wrestling, it's a complete, it's shot completely different. And it is a lot of lingering things because they are a little bit more of a strong style. They do, they, you know, they hit a little bit more snug, but it's just so much more enjoyable because it gives it more of a fight. It gives it more levity. Whereas you watch WWE and it's just, oh my God, there's 42 camera cuts in the last 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's obnoxious, it's overwhelming. Um, so it was really interesting to see that and be pulling and just be nodding along and being like, man, this applies to so much more than just cinema.
0: Well, yeah, and you agree with a lot of the things that he says, because oh, yeah. like, and everything he says makes sense. He's like, this is forever. You have to get it right. Like what you put on film is going to be there forever. You can't.
1: Yeah. What are you going to do? And, yeah. Go tell your audience. Ah, uh, yeah. Well. We did the best i was feeling we could. off
0: that day it was rainy yeah you know felt a little sick it's like it doesn't matter the audience yeah. is there for the, it's
1: it's brilliant man he, he's a great businessman and uh he has a you, great you really see philosophical mind like you, you know film is forever why are you only giving 60 percent effort on a day mm-hmm. like do it until you get it right because at the end of the day when the film's done people are going to know that it looks like shit
0: and that's uh, – that whole part, the whole reason I mentioned that was only like maybe a 30-second segment over halfway into the movie where it talks about how they he films a cut or a punch. Dude,
1: that was so good because he was talking about – and the way that they showed it, I think they showed a Guardians of the Galaxy clip or an Avengers yeah. clip where it has – uh, a foot coming up and kicking someone in the head, and then it cuts in the and the foot's coming back. Whereas if it was one of his movies, the foot would be coming forward and hitting him in the head, and then it would cut and it would hit him in the head and come back because your brain needs time to register that impact mm-hmm. to just make it feel that much more violent. And it's it's only a seconds mo- seconds worth more of recording. So I am still a little nasally and mine's out there. So sorry if some things I uh, stumble over, folks. But, um, it, it dude, it, it was great. This is a great video. You owe it to yourself if you have 10 minutes to just check it out from our page.
0: Like I said, unfortunately, that channel shut down. It was run by these two guys who I think surprising are like writers, and I think that's what they they shut the channel down to go back into like writing movies again. But for a long time they sucks. were like they're really, really good film analysis channel. It's every frame of painting. And uh, they were some of the best.
1: Loved all their videos. They had a couple million subscribers, too. I imagine they were mm-hmm. making some decent money.
0: Yeah, they quit. Like I said, it was probably four or five years ago now,
1: to think. Gosh, maybe not that long, but still. Yeah, I can't wait long to go enough. back and check some more of their stuff out. I haven't, had a, or I haven't had the time to do it. Actually, I've had the time to do it, but I've been playing like Diablo. So, of course, man. Yeah, I get it. What can you do?
0: I've been grinding in... Final Fantasy 16, of course. Mm. Mm. And also now Final Fantasy (laughs) 9.
1: Wait, why are you doing Final Fantasy 9 now?
0: Uh, Because I started reading some of the lore and it's actually kind of cool and I had no idea all this stuff was happening and I'm like, huh. Well, now I kind of want to see this for Final Fantasy
1: 9. Okay. Does it tie into 16, or you just like ran across something? Not at all, no. Oh, Jesus. You just go down yeah. to Final Fantasy like rabbit hole. Uh-huh. Word.
0: I got onto the wiki and was reading some stuff. For, you poor fuck.
1: Uh, I think I was watching
0: a video on like hardest to obtain weapons, and they were mentioning something in 9, and I was like, oh, no, it's hardest to obtain summons. And they mentioned that one, and they mentioned <laughs> something weird in that video, and I was like, wait, what are they talking about? And I went and read about it. And I was like, that's really cool. I had no idea any of that was happening. So now I've hardest to playing. obtain.
1: Sign me the fuck up.
0: <laughs> also that too. Yeah, of course.
1: But Man. I am also
0: playing sixteen. I hit a fantastic grinding spot, and so now sick. I I maxed out uh, every ability I currently have access to in the game.
1: <laughs> That's sick. Is there
0: yeah. many more abilities or? Uh, from the looks like it, it looks like there's at least two more that I can unlock. I know definitely one more because I know what it is. Um, okay. But uh, it's pretty wild. That game is like the most power fantasy game I've ever played. If you've ever enjoyed watching any type of anime, especially like DBZ, like, holy fuck, Final Fantasy 16 is for you.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah. Folks, you you heard it here first. You like first. Uh, If you like Final Fantasy or I'm sorry, anime, check out Final Fantasy 16, which honestly like I imagine anybody who thought that they would like that game has already gotten it. It's got great sales so far, right? I think you sent some numbers to me a couple weeks ago.
0: It's doing pretty well. Pretty gangbusters. I am enjoying the shit out of it. I play it
1: at my every
0: free moment. Uh, right now, which is wild.
1: Heck yeah, because, we, we're uh, recording early. You're going to be able to play it a little bit tonight if you have a chance.
0: And yep. I'm off tomorrow, so best believe your ass. Hell yeah, dude. I'm back in there. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, you're gonna go back, and what are your what are your plans for the rest of the evening? Because we're recording on a weird day here.
1: Yeah, we're recording on a Sunday, so typically I'm not even home on the weekends. So I had to. You know, we are playing some Diablo with Ryan, and we're running a three sorceress sorcerers class, which was dope. We had three different elements blasting all over the screen. It was, <laughs> dude, it was so sick. So right after this, I'm gonna go grab some pizza from this dope local place around the corner, and nice. uh, stop into another place to say happy birthday to somebody, and then probably jet back. Um, Rupert's getting a bath right now, so I'm gonna go back and be the good guy. He's going to be hyped to see me, and then probably, and honestly, just play some Diablo.
0: There you go, bro.
1: Yeah, it's going to be I'm gonna pretty gonna dope. Play, I'm
0: going to play some Mario Kart. Nice. And then cruise out the night with Final Fantasy. It's great. I had, uh, I had a pretty good day today, man.
1: That's what's up, dude. I'm very hyped. What else did you do today?
0: Uh, went and got some chocolate milk. That was pretty tight. um (laughs) i played a lot of final fantasy 9 and 16 earlier uh yeah just been a real uh real chill day i watched the warriors
1: yes yes that was part of my day as well i watched it this morning drinking coffee it was good good little morning routine right on man right on man well do you uh Do you want to get into this? This was a little bit more of a prolonged opening than we normally do, but I am absolutely always here for it.
0: I, I like to rabble. I like to ramble. And I like to run my ass off through the streets of New York City.
1: Yeah. Remind me. Yeah. Remind me. Had you seen this before? Or is it one of those you've never seen? Or have you just never seen it in a long time? I've seen bits and
0: pieces throughout, like, seeing it on TV. Uh, but I realized I had never sat down and seen this entire movie all the way through. It was a wild time,
1: okay, a cool time. Also, the second week in a row where we have a sweet ass <clears throat> hour and thirty minute movie.
0: For sure, of course, it's. I blame that mostly on this being nineteen seventy nine. And again, even in this one, there's a lot of scenes where like they're padding out this runtime. Yeah,
1: and I think. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't yeah. notice it too, too much. And anytime if it was in there, I, I, I feel like it was okay. Um, it wasn't super, super noticeable to me, unlike uh, last week's Rumble in the Bronx. That mm-hmm. was padded like a motherfucker. Or even like speed. That whole train thing was so completely unnecessary. I like how in this one it was just like, all right, what gang are they running into next? That
0: was the exciting part. and Like we alluded to last week, uh, the very comic book esque of this movie and the fact that there's all these different larger-than-life uh, theatrical-type gangs, apparently, that run the streets of New York City in 1979.
1: 1979? I ran into the Mime Gang like... Last time I was in New York City, <laughs> uh, the uh, the mime gang, huh? Yeah, yeah, from the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, but like, how many of them did you run into in New York City? Oh, like a whole squadron of them, at least Damn like it. seventy-five. Were they begging for your money? Um, they they were like doing, yeah. Wasn't that great audio, <laughs> listeners? <laughs> that was on purpose. the uh oh man quick shout out to this movie for every gang being super racially diverse outside of the one asian gang with the weird penis hats
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like that even the uh the skinhead s gang
1: had black members in it i was like yeah way to be progressive 1979 new york right and the Warriors, well, childish Gambino, like every time it showed that, I was like, "Dude, you've come so far." <laughs> like every time he showed up on the screen, I was like, "Man, he looks just like that dude from Community." <laughs> the the one dude. Uh, it was a uh, it was it was definitely a
0: 1979 movie uh, because proliferate usage of the hard F. Yeah. Quite,
1: yeah, quite yeah. frequently, especially by one of our main uh, characters. Ajax, yeah. Played Ajax. by James was, Remar, who like, is, I think, the biggest name out of this movie. Yeah, him and... Uh, well, I thought
0: he was bigger. He's not, but I one of the dudes I recognized, and I was like, where is this dude from? And it's the dude that the cops throw fucking in front of a train. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Okay, which kill. which guy was that? That's the guy with the uh, the fro that sees the initial shooting.
1: Yeah, I do not... Like, that was a more famous person? Yeah, well, not more famous, but he's also in The Thing, which is like, that's what I recognized him from, but I couldn't place it till after the movie. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I honestly... Okay, I will say right now, I couldn't figure out where that guy went. I had no idea who actually died and I, you only see the guy who sees the shooting for a split second. Yeah. You know, it's very quick and I couldn't figure out who it was or where he went or who died. So I guess I probably should have put those Legos together, but uh, I (laughs) did. It's a very quick one and it's like, there's no fanfare to it. Like he's wrestling with a cop
0: next to the... That was horrific, uh, subway platform, the and the cop just like throws him over, and the subway car comes, and then nobody ever mentions it. That girl is right there when it happens. She never tells him. Oh yeah, your friend got like run the
1: fuck over, smoked by the train.
0: Yeah. Oof. So, so I
1: guess I guess I said that James Remar is the most notable name out of here, but also David Patrick Kelly, the guy who actually shoots Cyrus. Uh, he plays Luther. Uh-huh. He's he was in a lot of stuff, man. He yeah. was in The Crow. He was um, he was in John Wick one and two. He's the one that runs the cleanup crew. Yep. Which He's in Twin Peaks? Which oh yeah, Twin Peaks as well. But also there is a big tie-in to John Wick that we'll get to. And spoilers, I'm going to ruin this for you because I don't think you've seen the fourth one.
0: Probably, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't also, not
1: touch on it. Go ahead. That's fine. He's
0: also, uh, I know him. he's in Louie. He plays like a doctor on Louie a couple times. Man. Very expressive.
1: I also thought this dude looked a lot like you. I can see it. Yeah. Okay, I can see it. I'm not mad <laughs> at that. But also, man, he looks so, so grimy in this movie. So grimy. Very good. I was That's what I
0: loved about all of them. How how grimy and uh real and lived in they all looked. Yeah.
1: I so we were chatting about it after. I, I really wish that I have a recording set up at Sarah's, because this is one of her favorite movies of all time. Oh. Um, and she was asking me about it and uh you know, I was like, yeah, it's It's one of those movies that I wish I saw before I saw literally everything else that references it. And like while you're watching it, you're like, oh my God, this is something that's done in this. And this is something done in this. Like literally John Wick 4 is basically this movie. Really? Yeah. It's basically this movie, except it's like John Wick trying to make it from point A to point B without getting killed by literally... All of these different groups of assassins. It is... And they're all like unique per- and... Yes, dude. It's that's all cool. pretty much the exact same movie, except for not. You know, it's it's a yeah. John Wick version of it. Of course. It, but that's not even the reference that I'm going to touch upon after. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so we're chatting and she's like, I find it weird because even in wrestling, I never root for the bad guy. Even if... You know, they're they seem cool or whatever. I don't like rooting for the bad guy. And everybody in this movie is the bad guy. They're all bad people. They're all trash people. Even the warriors threatened to run a gang rape on a girl. Yeah, but you can't help but root for them to to get back home and not die, which is so weird, dude. It's it's very these aren't likable people.
0: For the most part, no. Like, it's a very brutal, very... Like, you have to imagine, though, like, a group running in a gang of New York street toughs are not going to be overall good people. They're fucking gang members. (laughs) The thing that makes them cool and unique is the fact that they all have, like, a theme that they
1: follow as gangs, which is cool and respectable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So... We do a quick rundown. We started doing quick rundowns of these movies, which I really do appreciate. So it kind of keeps us on something tight. So this movie starts with the Warriors all getting ready to go to this big summit, like this gang summit run by this dude, Cyrus, in New York City. Nobody's to come armed. It's basically he's going to propose they all band together and take over the city. This big idea, gang world in New York City. There's so many of them and only 20,000 cops. What are they going to do? Start getting money from the cops, all of these different places. It is the ideal world for them. Now, by the end of this, he gets shot. And by Luther of I don't know, the Riffs, I No, not the Riffs. I don't know what his Riffs gang is, is called. Who, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Riffs I, I is, know. I think, who Cyrus represents, right? Uh-huh. He was the leader of that. But uh the so Rogues, L- he's the leader of the Rogues. The Rogues. Yeah. Um so Luther shoots and blames it on the Warriors. Yeah. And they don't really know that, but they can't get home. Everybody's hunting them and that's the whole point of this movie is they're just trying to get back to Coney Island, which is their turf. But every, ter- every turn they take, they're in rival territories. They have to fight people off. They need to try to get on the next sub because one of them was lit on fire. And, you know, they get separated here. One of them gets busted by the cops. blah dee blah blah All while you have, and this is the John Wick 4 tie-in, you have this radio station DJ who is ah. playing songs for people while also giving out instructions on how to find them and mm-hmm. letting them know that somebody failed here. Here's your new shot. Here, they're over here. That is, dude, that is John Wick for the whole time. It is all you see is lips in front of a microphone. And she's like, the bad guy's over here. He's on the move. They messed up over here. Who's the next hot shot to come and take our friend down? This next song goes out to you. It's like, dude, it is do such they, a love letter to this movie. Do
0: they use the same song?
1: It's, uh, I, I don't nowhere know. Nowhere to run. Nowhere I, to run to, baby. I would have to watch John Wick for again. I haven't seen it since theaters. But while watching, it, I was like, holy fuck! This is John Wick. Let's go. And at the same time, I was already looking. <laughs> at, like, James Remar, I'm like, where do I know this guy from? And, you know, that's where I learned he did voice acting for Destiny 1 and 2. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's the dad from Dexter. And then, oh, my God, he was also in... Oh, no, no, no. That, he wasn't the one that was in uh, John Wick. But anyways, connecting points, whatever. That was Luther. Anyways, uh, I'm shooting it to you, because my brain's starting to go everywhere. So, yeah, the... Uh, uh, he gets
0: shot... And, uh, then the rogues take it to the next level, cause they, they in turn see that, uh, one of the Warriors members saw him shoot him, so he blames the entire shooting on the Warriors. He starts to scream the Warriors shot him. The Warriors shot him. And that's what puts out the radio broadcast from the Riffs, who is the, he's, uh, he was from that gang. The Riffs put out the call for every gang to, Bringing the Warriors, hopefully alive, but dead or alive, it doesn't matter. It's like a Wild West sort of thing, which was an aspect I wasn't expecting from this movie, but is another one that, spoiler alert, made me love it even more. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is very, very Wild West. Even the Warriors are wearing uh, a lot of Native American-inspired jewelry, and they have the leather vest look, which... It's gotta be just a terrible outfit to have in the deads of winter in New York, because that shit gets cold. Yeah, buddy. Uh I have to I wonder if like they wear like puffy coats and then their vests over the puffy coat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like that, you know, that's a good point. And one of their members is literally called Cowboy. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah, he is actually called Cowboy. Uh Cowboy makes it to the end too. Spoiler. Yep. Um. But yeah. Uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. The, uh, the Warriors have to get all the way, like you said, all the way back to Coney Island. But to get there, man, they gotta go through a whole lot of other gangs' territories. Because New York is, like, very, very fragmented. It's almost like every block has its own gang that claims that section as their territory. It's like a jigsaw puzzle, almost. And to get all the way back to Coney Island, uh, and to have the truce called off means they've got, uh... Try to get through it. And they're just trying to, to sneak through, get through any way they can. But then, of course, tough guy Ajax wants to fight every gang. And uh, he doesn't even end up going out like a fucking hero. He goes out like a dumb bitch. Ajax dude, sucks.
1: Dude, Ajax sucks. Like, right off the bat, you know, you have, uh, you have Cleon, the leader of the Warriors, going down pretty much immediately right after Cyrus, you know, gets shot. Cause mm-hmm. you have you, you have Dick Face over there being like Warriors, you did it, and so they probably beat his ass to death right there. Which, as soon as I saw Leon or Cleon like rounding up the gang of folks, the Warriors, I was like, man, that that dude's dying soon. Cause I have never seen him in any <laughs> any like clips of this movie ever. It's yeah. only uh, it's only what's his name, freaking Dove or Swan. Um, swan. It's only Swan, you know, but you know he goes down and then it's this weird little bickering fight between Swan and Ajax and uh Ajax is so heated that Swan is in charge but you can see why Swan was second in command he's cool level headed Ajax is this dude that's violent goes on you know goes by all Excuse of me. his um primal urges you know yeah man but man can that guy fucking fight when they are in that scene with the fl- with the Furies, the baseball yeah. team, I'm like, okay, this guy kicks ass.
0: <laughs> that's why he likes to fight. But yeah, then he's, he's just a slave to his base urges, and that's why Swan is the better leader. And that's like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is why this guy should be running this whole thing. Because he gets fucking busted by the cops
1: trying to bang a chick when they're trying to get the hell out of
0: the city. Like, what are you yeah. doing,
1: dummy? It's like, dude, you got to get back home. Clearly, people are trying to kill you, but you just want to bang this chick because it's in the middle of the night and it's a girl alone in a park on a bench.
0: Right, like, oh yeah, that's totally not a total... set. And also, not only, I can't just hate on uh, Ajax for this because three other dudes fall for the
1: same fucking trick, man. And this was at like the exact same time. And I'm sorry, dudes, I am not in a gang, but the second that they came across that gang of girls I was like that's yeah. a gang that's not good
0: it's very obvious like every gang in this movie makes it very obvious that they're a unique gang they all wear like the girls have the cool tie-dye matching stuff and the uh, lizzies the lizzies and yeah. they're making out
1: with the dudes before they fucking pull iron these chicks Dude, go hard they were the most strapped of this of every gang in this movie <laughs> they didn't fucking play they
0: uh they they were taking shots at vermin man yeah vermin's kind of a douchebag too vermin is a huge douchebag but he was actually supposed to die in that scene but uh the the actor what didn't want that to happen so he made his character funny and unique to the point that like
1: they liked him so they kept it (laughs) <laughs> I was actually a little bummed that nobody died in that scene. I was like, okay, who's dying? Who's dying? It does have uh, that whole anybody-could-die-at-any-moment feeling to it. And then really, it's got a pretty low body count overall. In, insanely low body count. I mean, well, there's only those women have guns. There's like two other guns in the movie. And there's a Molotov goddamn cocktail that explodes a car. <laughs> Yeah, one but dude I'll, wears
0: it as a necklace until they need it, which was pretty badass. That's badass, dude. Yeah. That's badass.
1: And they somehow, the Warriors somehow adopt uh, Mercy, who is hanging out with the orphans. I don't,
0: I didn't understand that part at all. Like, why did
1: she just bounce and start hanging out with them? Did she just think they were cute? Is that it? Or I think she was hooking up with the orphans and then realized that the orphans were a bunch of... Uh, Not so tough boys, and was like, I'm going with the warriors. And so she just started following them from a distance. I couldn't figure it out to begin with either. I'm like, is she leading the orphans to him? Because the orphan showed up pretty much immediately as she was caught.
0: That's what I thought too. And then they get that car just blows up after (laughs) it's so silly. I love love that shit in action movies. Oh man. Car's a little on fire. It's gonna blow.
1: It's also very.
0: Very seventies like guerrilla style film shooting. When that thing blows up, when they're running by it, they are way too fucking close to that. <laughs> dude, somebody got launched. Yeah. Did you see was, that? Yeah, this shit was. I was like, oh damn, they were fucking real close for that shit.
1: Oh man, dude, I saw somebody get launched. I was like, oh shit, who is that? Who just died? But uh, I think it was just stuntman. But that. Yeet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we get uh, so
0: the, everybody gets split up, and they got to try to meet up at uh one place, and then half the Union gang Center, gets to meet up.
1: Yeah, or Union Station.
0: That one dude just gets straight up, like I said, killed, which is crazy, and yeah. uh, nobody ever comments on it. The police fucking kill a guy.
1: Yeah, the police kill a guy. Okay, so we started with nine. Cleon died. That's eight. The dude goes in front of the train. That's seven. That's seven. And then Ajax, I think that's pretty much. Oh, yeah. He gets caught. Gets arrested. That's six. Okay. I think the numbers are there. I thought for some reason, like, another person disappeared that I just didn't. That wasn't accounted for. But no, mm-hmm. that checks out.
0: Yep. And then uh, they end up. Yeah, the guys with the Lizzie's, they get away. The Lizzie's are trying to, like,
1: loosen them up and trick them until they can catch them. Uh, but they get okay. away from there. Also, like, come on. This is 1979, but everybody... And this is... I'm glad that nobody in this movie is supposed to be likable because everybody in this movie is a fucking dumbass. Like, <laughs> in what world do you end up in a room with a bunch of women and nobody's even doing drugs. They're just smoking cigarettes. What world do you end up in that room and... One of the ladies is like, just take your pick. Take go, your pick. Take like, your pick. Like, no. What? <laughs> and, and also, hello, red flags. They all just said, oh, yeah, our guys, they're out, off at this thing in the Bronx. You know, they're, the gang summit. Yeah. 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 Let us go back to their place just in case the gangs show back up. hmm Oh, my God. Stop thinking with your penises, you dumb gang fucks.
0: It's 1979, bro. I saw that they got on their mind even though everybody literally in the city wants to murder them on sight.
1: <laughs> I was also thinking as this movie started. Like, this is such a only a thing to do in your late teens to maybe mid 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, who is in a gang like this in their 30s or 40s? You're <laughs> a fucking many. loser. Like, what are you like what are you doing? Right? Like The only one that was not a gang in this movie that was over 30 was Cleon or Cyrus, and he fucking died. He got shot right through the fucking heart, and then the cops show up. Yeah. And they bust him. After he just said, there's only so many cops, and there's, okay. He goes, can you guys do math? Can you guys do math, right? There's Mm -hmm. 100 gangs here. Nine people a piece. That's 900. Okay? I can do math. And then <sighs> y- you've got Cyrus. That's 901. Let's just say 901. Okay? And then many more in the city. That got up to like 40,000 in-gang members. Okay? And then another 20,000 in associates. Fine. Whatever. There's like four police cars that show up. And there's 900 of them. Okay. They don't yeah. have weapons. But as we can see in this movie, all cops have are batons. Yeah, and they
0: shove him up gang members' asses, which is referenced, like, I think three times.
1: (laughs) Dude, when Ajax said, I'm going to take this baseball bat and shove it up your ass and turn you into a popsicle, I giggled (laughs) on the inside. What a scumbag. But, man, he made me laugh a couple times.
0: He's got the... uh, He was a good actor. That's why he had that part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He still is a good actor.
0: Overall, uh, the Warriors they uh they make it through with some tough trepidation they have the big fight scene with the punks
1: mm-hmm. who are really just like
0: Oshkosh bagash kids they're <laughs>
1: like- why is okay so sarah goes how fast can that guy on roller skates get up and down stairs can't he just like run up a flight of stairs i really and like then- how
0: he we- yeah go ahead sorry
1: and then it turns out that he's o- he's the only one in the gang on roller skates the only one And this is like the big break from every other gang where every other gang is pretty uniform. So Mm -hmm. I expected this whole gang to all be on roller skates, but he's the only one. But I was upset with that too. I enjoyed this fight scene in the bathroom. Outside of the fact that Swan 1000% gets smoked in the face with a baseball bat. 1000% (laughs) gets smoked in the face. And in the very next cut, he's just beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah. That's the only uh, thing that stuck out.
0: I think he actually did get hit in the face,
1: and he had to go get stitches. That would check out, because he gets rocked in yeah. the face. And then, uh, yeah, like, the
0: the dude in the roller skates, though, you just push him over, and then you just sit on him yeah. and beat his ass. He's not, uh, What's he going to do? Jesus, uh, what a
1: poor choice. But yeah, they, they get through. That's a pretty good fight scene. But then they get through to, uh, they get back home, and-, and- of course, you have the rogues led by Luther. They're waiting for him? Waiting, for him. waiting but, for him? But we had cut back to the riffs and their new leader being told, "Oh, we've actually this guy heard actually saw what somebody. happened. Yeah, they brought in a guy that saw what happened, and they find out that it wasn't actually the warriors. Bum bum bum. So, Luther, so or uh, the riffs...
0: Well, we don't know what the riffs are doing. We hard cut that. I love to, uh, again, very so 70s esque. We have the, uh, the screen wipe fade. love it. Bring it back. <laughs> I, I loved it, man. It happened like twice and I was like,
1: yes, best movie ever. <laughs> Bring that shit
0: back. Uh, but yeah, the Lutheran, the rogues are waiting at Coney Island for the Warriors and we get the most famous line in the movie and one of those most iconic lines in cinema history, the
1: warriors come out to play. Come out to play. And and the bottle. He did it like four times and he just kept getting more maniacal with the bottles clanging between his fingers, dude. Oh, that has, I have heard that line in no less than 20 other movies. Oh, of course, and throughout and not only movies, but TV shows.
0: it's referenced everywhere. And uh, it's a really cool build up for what turns out to be a really bullshit final boss encounter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, I looked at Sarah. I was like, wow, way to telegraph. So they lead them down to the to the sand where they uh-huh. can't really bring the car, right? So they all gotta approach so they're all on foot, right? But uh, they're like, are you packing? And he pulls out a switchblade, opens it, and puts it in his back. I thought that yeah. was, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? I'm like, "Wait a fucking, first of all, wait to telegraph to the people who are literally staring at you <laughs> what you have and where it is. Yeah. And also, it's like, that's got to be the least practical way to carry a switchblade. For sure. It, it is the way it is for a reason. hmm uh-huh, hmm uh-huh. but But then it all ended up making sense it all made sense i thought that was actually a really cool shot that i was like oh man luther's just gonna i hope luther shoots somebody and he actually does take a shot but as he's about to shoot you got swan quickly grab the blade and just throw it like a throwing knife through uh luther's (laughs) wrist it's like goes all
0: it's so super like ninja move shit he like dodges the bullet and throws the knife which is why he had it pre-popped out cuz so he could just quickly throw it and hits him in the wrist and Luther like starts screaming he's like
1: <laughs> it was dude him crying like a little bitch was the funniest that was so funny yeah but you can't tell me it wouldn't have been cooler that like if they slowed down and they just showed him start to shoot and then cut to Swan's back and he grabs a switchblade and in slow motion he pops it open and then throws it, and it goes through this. That would have been so much more badass. They didn't have the fucking budget for that shit.
0: Bro. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: It was. uh Dude, I like they should when he... have had an iPhone. We could have made
0: that happen. They could have. When Luther's like, why did I do, it man? Because I just think shit like that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Was Yo, Luther was line. great. Yeah, I loved Luther was pretty great. He was. He was pretty entertaining. And then, uh right when shit's about to go down. Uh, the riffs announce their presence, and there's like a whole fucking army of them lining the entire beach. So many, and they come up and surround uh both the other gangs, and they tell the warriors, "Like, nah, man, you guys are cool. This is your territory. You guys are but, good. Hey, we're gonna take care of this right here." And they let them go, and then you hear like Luther screaming again, because like those dudes are fucked.
1: I didn't do it, man. It was them. It was them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They, they got fucking b boned They got thrown but into the wood chipper like the guys in Rumble and the Bra. That one guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How many bags would it take to transport Luther's body? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. All in all,
1: the Warriors, bro. They came out to play. Dude, I got to say, for the first two weeks of action movie part due... These weren't super action-heavy movies, mm-hmm. you know. You, we had Rumble in the Bronx, Bronx, which, uh, folks, if you're a new listener, go back and listen to that. That was that was a good episode, but there wasn't a lot of action in it. There was, you know, we had two fight scenes in it. This one had arguably more action scenes than mm-hmm. Rumble in the Bronx did, but you're gonna have a Jackie Chan movie versus this, you know? Yeah. That's just the quality of actions infinitely better but i feel like this movie had a lot more tension a lot more you didn't know where it was gonna go you know with a jackie chan movie like you know what the resolution's gonna be by the end of that movie (laughs) i had no idea what was gonna happen in this movie at all like who is gonna die um what's up with mercy is she really a prostitute like who knows i don't know but i don't know with that even being said, I'm glad that this was a pick for action movie part two. Yeah, dude. I think you did a
0: great job in picking it. This absolutely does qualify as an action movie. No question. No doubt.
1: Yeah. Um. Do you have a rating system? I absolutely do. And I might steal yours, but. you want, There is not a chance in this world that you're stealing mine. Okay. Well, I, first of I all, would put down a million dollars right now that if I gave you 100 tries, you wouldn't get it. Okay, cool. Uh, before we get to that, though,
0: Sean, I want to ask: uh, Did you have a favorite gang in the movie?
1: Ooh, that is a good question. Uh for comedic value, the orphans. Okay, sure, for sure. Because man, are they? They? They're the orphans, dude. They are so wishy washy. They succumb to the to the wishes of whoever they value the most. They They're also, like trying they, to please mommy and daddy, you
0: know? The leader has a real fucking lazy eye.
1: Dude, he his eye was so lazy that it was trying to tickle his lip. <laughs> it, was, it
0: was falling asleep in the middle of
1: the shoots. <laughs> 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 um, my favorite game. <clears throat> dude, I, I don't know. I can't I can't really give you one. What about Damn. you, dude? Uh, I think.
0: Uh, also, I'll go with for comedic purposes. I really just the mime gang is hilarious oh, to me that there's yeah. an entire gang just of mimes. Uh, but for real, I love the uh, the baseball furies. They were fucking cool as hell. I like their That's whole. That's where I was stick. gonna go. Yeah, their whole face paint, uh, and they reminded me a lot of this old fighting game uh, Capcom made back in the day called Rival Schools. And one oh. of their- one of the I think you're going to bring that. up the
1: old fighting game The Warriors.
0: No, that was a Rockstar game which I never actually played but I hear it was really good. I hear it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard it's like a crazy good sequel that had most of the cast come back to yeah. voice Yeah, Ajax these
1: 100%. James Reamer absolutely mm-hmm. uh voiced Ajax. I know Swan I did. Sarah too. knew that for some reason. Yeah,
0: Swan was also back uh cuz I saw looking at his I'll IMDb thing. But uh, I I just I feel like Uh, There was a character in that game that was like a baseball player at the high school. And I feel like one of his alternate costumes was like a warrior style face paint. Yeah. And that just awesome.
1: There's a reason why to this day on Halloween, people don't go uh, on Halloween dressed as the Warriors. They go dressed as the Furies. Yeah. Because the Furies are
0: striking. They're cool. They got bats. Yeah. They're badass.
1: They have the cool face paints. Uh Each one of them had a different face paint. Um. Yeah, th- I they're the clear answer. I didn't want to go with that because I had a feeling we both would. Yeah. And it's like that. It's the obvious answer. You of know? course, of course. But they're but so cool, dude. I don't mind. But they're a bunch this. of wimps, as Ajax says. <laughs> bunch of wimps. <laughs> Everybody's
0: wimps compared to Ajax, so he says.
1: Man, they got but Ajax is a,
0: is a wimp in. in the fucking smarts department. But no, uh, rating system wise, Shawnee. All right, I got one for you. Cool. Shani, say that you uh, were the leader of a street gang in New York composed of Boston-style toughies. Okay. Your, your gang was the Boston Tuffs. Uh <laughs> And you have to send a delegation to this meeting in Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. You can send up to nine members on a scale of one to nine members of the Boston
1: Tuffs. How many you send into this meeting? Hmm. Okay. So is it the more that I give uh, the the better. the better the score or is it the less I get because I'm so tough?
0: No, I think it's the less that you send is a sign of disrespect because you don't. So the more that you send is better because everybody
1: send a nine. Well, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you are a uh. Boston tough. <laughs> um man this is this is a really hard movie to to rate mm-hmm. um e- even though i do base everything on my enjoyment at the time of watching like i really i really 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 enjoyed this movie but i spent more time in this movie pointing out like little things that i'm like oh my god this isn't a different movie oh this is a different movie so uh-huh. i think my enjoyment of it really came was really surrounded by the fact that I was picking up on all of these, the things that all of these different shows and movies and games, I've heard reference and I'm finally watching it and it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I say this a lot on the show due to how few movies I see and blah, blah. This movie I think deserves how iconic it is. And 1979, you know, it, this this did a lot of things before other things, and this movie basically directly inspired John Wick Four. I've said it a couple times on this show, <laughs> like it's insane to me. I'm I'm gonna send eight delegates. All out, right, man, out to this. Very um, very fair and apt score. Yeah, us, like and even eight, I think, is a little high for. Eh. For a first time viewing in 2023 of, like, how good a movie is, like, this movie isn't a a top 100 movie of all time. Well, I guess it is, just in terms of paving the way for other movies. I'm going to shut up now before people get mad. (laughs) Kyle. Yeah, buddy. Have you ever heard of Booker T, the wrestler? I sure have. The Spinner rooney the spinner rooney. Do you know what one of his most famous, ca- famous catchphrases is? Uh,
0: and hold on,
1: it's not you hear it a lot in this movie, yeah. Uh, can you dig it? Can, you dig it, can you dig it? Yeah, so in the beginning of this movie, you have what's his name? Can you dig? Uh, What the hell is that guy's name? Cyrus. Cyrus. Cyrus, nonstop, saying, can you dig it? Can you dig it? While he's addressing the group. And calling everybody suckers. And I swear, (laughs) if you cut down one of his can you dig it and cut down one of his suckers into one phrase, it would be Booker T going, can you dig it, sucker? I promise you he stole that from this movie. Um, So anyways... Booker T, this is a long ass way to get to my rating. Booker T famously five time, five time, five time, five time, five time world champion. Kyle. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to five Booker T championships, how <laughs> many diggits could you sucka?
0: <laughs> ah uh, for sure, easily similar to you. Uh four out of five can I dig it suckers for sure for this movie okay. uh iconic uh true inspirational flick it's cool to see so where so many things uh got so many things from i do love the grimy look of the movie like everybody feels real and hot and sweaty and nervous and like it's authentic it's it
1: very guerrilla style
0: yeah it, it's good man this movie's awesome it was great and like you said it's a, a quick 90 minute watch that was fantastic no fluff, no guff. We're just getting through this bitch. Uh similar to Booker T stealing from this, I just gotta uh acknowledge that also this was like Shaq Keel O'Neal's favorite movie. And he would famously say, Can you dig it in the middle of playoffs?
1: Amazing. Yeah. So. Amazing. The amount of people that I know like I was looking at the connections. Mm-hmm between this and like other films just dude, I was scrolling and scrolling and Mm -hmm. scrolling Mm -hmm. and the amount of things that took, can you dig it like from this and yeah, I'm sure people said it, but in the tone and whatever clearly taken from this is it's astronomical. The amount Mm -hmm. of different characters that have taken this line, but yeah, 90 minutes, dude, it flew through. It was a joy to watch. There was no part of it that dragged. Nope. I, I very much so enjoyed it. Absolutely. hundred percent.
0: I'm glad you recommended this, Shawnee. This was a good kick-ass flick to watch. Thanks, buddy. We got to get do historical you, with it. Do you, uh, do you know where we're going next? I have no fucking idea where we're going next, and I need to solidify that, and I will by the time we're ready for you next time, audience. But we're not yet.
1: <laughs> we're not. And thankfully, we're recording like, Literally six days earlier than what we normally do, so we got a week and a half to figure it out, buddy.
0: We're super far in advance, and we'll get that figured out. Uh, But until we do get it figured
1: out, Sean, what uh, what do you think the audience can go do? I really hate that I use "dig it, sucker" as my rating because I was going to tell them to go dig it. (laughs) Uh, Oh man, all of you listeners, I'm going to need you to come out and play. Man! No!